This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Me. Ignite Me is a boutique fitness studio in Solana Beach, California. Aerial yoga, group fitness at its best. Go to www.igniteme.com to sign up for your guest pass. This is the Ignite Me podcast, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at igniteme.com. All right, we are here with the Ignite Me podcast, the Ignite Me show. We are here with the wonderful Paul Fishman of FishmanFit.com, hashtag FishmanFit. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a blessing and an honor to have you here. I was uh, fortunate enough to meet Paul here in Solana Beach, actually, at Rhythm and Power, um, walking into one of his classes. Um, it, it was awesome. Super high energy, um, great music. And um, just a very unique approach to the fitness experience and the overall cycling experience. I'd never done that type of class before, so I was stoked. Um, just a quick bio. Um, I, I got this straight off of your website, which I really like. Paul Fishman is a San Diego-based Schwinn-certified indoor cycling instructor, organic food activist, marketing guru, singer-songwriter, gluten-free baker, and lifestyle coach. All of those things. A man that wears a lot of hats <laughs> is a man after my own heart. So, yeah, yes. Paul, welcome to the show. It's, it's, it's an honor to have you here. Um, so really just hopping right into it, there's, there's stuff that I want to talk about but really, it comes down to your journey and kind of how you got into your current lifestyle, your current job. Um, I know that before you kind of got on this path straight from your website, it says you were about 50 pounds overweight and not really healthy. So tell us a little bit about maybe your lifestyle before that and kind of the the change that happened. Talk, tell us about that story. Sure, sure. So, you know, ever since I was a little kid, it was just I was the bigger, the bigger boy. Um, I was always in sports. I played soccer, but I always ended up being the goalie because I took up most of the entire goal itself. So I didn't really need to move around that much. Um, grew up in the Bay area and, uh, I don't know. It was just emotional eater, all that kind of stuff. Things that you work through as an adult, but that bring on as a child. And, um, really didn't discover health and fitness until I was living in New York City. Um, Just woke up one day and was really tired of being overweight and feeling self-conscious and, you know, falling through all all those patterns, you know, the crash dieting and just realizing that it's a lot to do with nutrition, but it's also about moving and being physically active. So, um, you know, living in the city, I was able to walk and really had the world, the fitness world at the palm of my hands. So, what took you to, to New York? So I li- I went to school in Boston. I went to Berkeley College of Music, right. got my awesome. degree in songwriting, which is super lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, unless you're like one of those people who's really lucky or just finds that niche and gets on it. But right. um, just naturally migrated to New York, a lot of friends there, yeah. um, and loved the hustle and bustle of the city. Uh, it was, it's a lot different than in 98, my parents moved us from the Bay Area down to Southern California. We live in Valley Center. That's where oh, my wow. parents still live. So super rural, super... Where like, in Northern California were you from? Um, like El Cerrito, okay. Berkeley area. My dad... So pi- somewhat urban to like kind of farmy, farmy inland, inland San Diego, yeah. which is... Mm. I mean, it's nice, but I've been there. It's not, it's not a lot it's of happening... Rough. Not a lot on. happening at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad pioneered the um, the wholesale fresh produce industry up in the the Bay Area. Awesome. So um, you know he was commuting 
in traffic for like three hours a day just to do this because traffic is crazy up there. Yeah, it's insane. One day decided I'm moving down to the country. He grew up in New York, always had the dream of like being, having a huge plot of land. They have that now? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it has a farm, 125 different varieties of fruits and vegetables on the property. Yeah. So that's cool to have that here. I'm sure. Yeah, it is. Especially now with your passion for organic food and all that stuff. It is. It is. It is cool. Um, but it's a schlep to get up there. Yeah. Oh, I know. (laughs) But yeah, so I found myself in New York and was working an internship in the music industry and then also working retail full time over four days. So I was working seven days a week and just like kind of really exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I found indoor cycling. I signed up for like a free week long trial at equinox and this one instructor she just got me yeah Yeah. and i immediately signed up she i could only come to one of her classes a week and i was scared of the gym you know like when you you're like going to a new place or you don't know i I still feel like i don't know what to do at an actual gym yeah for sure a lot of people feel that way Yeah. yeah so it it was just i felt at home i felt comfortable and then one day she just up and left this, left Equinox and fell off the face of the planet and, like, and my motivation was gone and I was like, no. Yeah. And then she ends up um, reappearing at her own indoor cycling studio um, and their grand opening special was $99 for unlimited classes for a month, which if you're familiar with New York City prices, that's, that's a steal. Yeah, that's a steal. They're like giving away classes. <laughs> so I committed myself to that, and I went for, I said, how many days can I go over the 30 days? And I ended up going like five to six times a week. Awesome. Over that period of time, I also got six, of, six or seven of my friends to come with me, sign up, and You became their brand ambassador real I quick. I did become yeah. their brand ambassador. And... Um, <clears throat> My month was up, and I was kind of heartbroken because the prices skyrocketed to three hundred dollars a month, which is just like. But that was going market rate in New York for that style. Yeah, of studio, and it right? is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, you get all the amenities sure. and everything that we offer at Rhythm and Power. Sure. And, um, so, with that, I was able to finagle my way into the the brand ambassador role. Awesome. Yeah. So I ended up being able to cycle there for free in exchange for bringing people through the door. And I found that just by showing my passion and sharing my weight loss journey with indoor cycling, that I I was able to bring 250 people through the door via social media and just meeting them um, in a seven-month period. That's awesome. Yeah. Very so cool. And you lost 50 pounds in that period? Like, I mean, it, 50 pounds was over around a 12-month period about a of time. Year, I was say. But I wasn't doing it in a healthy manner. Like, like I said, I was cycling – probably six to seven times a week. You were beating yourself up. Yeah, beating myself yeah. up, eating whatever I wanted to. New York hours, it's just like Crazy. you go work out at 7 p.m. and then you go out and you have drinks and dinner until like 10 p.m. You sleep for like two hours, work yeah. out again. Yeah. So it's just like <clears throat> after a while, I realized it wasn't sustainable. Um, and you get an IV drip to recharge it on, on, on Sunday. People actually do that. <laughs> <Yeah>, no. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should do the that as an instructor now. But uh, <clears throat> I ended up then getting certified to teach. Awesome. And then at that studio? At that studio cool. with Schwinn and um, was all set to teach for them. And then I woke up one day and I was like, New York, bye, I'm done. That was it. It was it. 
And oh. it, it was really just like a woke up one day and I, I, I'd been really searching for something and New, uh, New York is amazing. I love it. I was there for five and a half years. Um, but along with the fitness, along with just like my career in retail, like I was really just like burnt out. Yeah. So called my dad and I said, Hey pops, I'm moving home. And yeah. he said, you are. And I said, yeah. And I'm going to come live with you guys again. And my mom was like, yay. And yeah. my dad was like, you're a grown man. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And we ended up starting a business together, um, in the organic food industry. Um, was that the ground to table? Yeah. So that's oh. ground to table. It's a organic spice company. Awesome. Um, single use spice blends. So instead of going to the grocery store and having to buy those huge bottles of spices and opening them and using them once for your curry dish or something that you don't make a lot, you can just go to our website and order just a single packet of a that's spice. Blend. Wow, that's killer. Yeah. It's really, really good. It, they're salt and sugar free too, which was something I was really passionate about because 80% of prepackaged food has hidden salts and sugars in it. So a lot of stuff that people aren't aware of. I was one of those firm believers that if they sold it at the grocery store, I could eat it. Right. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Who needs to look at ingredients? Right. But now I'm like religious ingredient reader. And that's what I wanted to instill in our patrons. Awesome. So we kind of fueled this whole buy small, use it all revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, getting people conscious about what they're eating. So that's the website would be groundtotable.com, yes. I assume. Groundtotable.com. We'll with, put that link in the show notes. Yeah. With the two. With the as, two. The, as, mm-hmm. instead, as the two. Um, check them out for sure. Going back to your story a little bit. So you moved back to, I guess, Valley Center where your yep. parents were at the time. <clears throat> um, I would say there's not a thriving spin scene in Valley Center. So. No. How did you start branching out? How did you get into the La Jolla scene? Well, um, let's see. I kind of like I auditioned for 24-Hour Fitness. I think every trainer on the face of the planet has at some point. And they were just like, and I couldn't get a yes or no anything from them. Like was really, I thought I killed it. But I was too out of the box with them. I was too New York. Yeah. Pop, probably. You know, the music I played, it, it just... Scared people. Scared people. Yeah. Pro- more than likely. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was exploring downtown a little bit more and was... Uh, like, every day I would just go on Yelp because yeah. that's, like, where I rely on to find places because I could Google it, but I didn't find anything that was, like, right. And right. Um, <clears throat> Spark Cycle where I teach now, and I actually just came up on my one year of teaching there, they uh, had really great reviews on Yelp. So the 4th of July, 2014, yes, I um, went and took a class there. And when I took a class, it was so hard. Like there, it's a lot of like dancing on the bike, a lot of just like letting go and not worrying about how hard you're pushing yourself, but just, just like being there in the moment and Mm -hmm. letting it kind of free yourself, get your escape. And it was not what I was used to at all. It was complete opposite of what I did in New York. After I took the first class, I ran into the owner and I was just like, Hey, are you looking for instructors? Are you having auditions come up? She's kind of a fly by the seat of her pants type of lady, which yeah. I really like about her. And she was like, um, yeah, do you want to get on the bike right now and teach us three songs? And I was like, oh, yeah, sh- yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sure. So I did. And 
totally did not do it justice <laughs> like because I didn't know their style. Right. But they really liked my energy and let me get into their training program. And then September rolls around and I've had that w- one playlist that I've been working on for three months and I'm like ready to go and got myself up on the podium and was teaching three classes a week, commuting from Valley Center to La Jolla, teaching 6 a.m. classes on Thursday and Friday because that was the only spots that were available. That's like an hour and a half drive, right? Round trip. It was like 45 minutes to get there in the morning, not that bad. But I was waking up at quarter after four to get to my 6 a.m. class. But just every morning I would wake up so excited to go and share my passion because it really turned into a passion for me. You could tell I've seen, I mean, I've experienced the passion and it's a, I've, I've taken my fair share of spin classes and until actually I came to rhythm and power, my, my experience of spin was 24 hour fitness, you know, and I had been to several different clubs on town, but I had never been to this, you know, experiential type spin where you're in like a club, you know, there's music, there's lights. I mean, Dana had fog machines in there the other day. So it crazy. was uh, so, you know, it's definitely, I will say it's not for everyone, but it's for a lot of people that, that like that type of experience. It's, it's something else. And the competitive aspect that you get with some of the technology that you guys bring is really cool. Um, let's talk about you being voted the number two fitness trainer in La Jolla for 2015. I know that just happened, I think, you know, this past weekend. Yeah. Or when did that come out? Friday um, or something? It came out on Thursday. On Thursday. Well, congratulations, Thank first you. of all, on that. That's got to be so huge. Much. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really, really exciting to see that. Um, and Spark Cycle was rated the number one um, fitness boutique fitness studio in La Jolla. Awesome. So to be a part of the number one and then also be recognized personally, is just it was really humbling because I've just – I go into class just ready to give my all and give myself to my students. And of course, when you teach, it's, it's never about you. Like it's just about everyone else. And it was really nice to be able to kind of bring it back and be like, Oh wait, I, I, it can be about me for a second here. Like really, really exciting. And it only just pushes me further. You know, I've, I've found, uh, I have a little bit of a following down in La Jolla, and yeah. I'm trying to develop one up here in Solana Beach. But um, it's really great to have those clients who, like, for instance, I'm going out of town um, at the end of this week, who basically were like, Paul, when you're not here, like, we I don't, don't work out. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's like, awesome. What am I supposed to they do? They depend on you for their, for, yeah. their, for, for their fitness, man. They it's do. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I have to keep take care of my body and yeah. keep myself That's going. That's a huge responsibility, yeah. right? Yeah. But it just, it's crazy because when I walk into class, every, I can have stuff going on outside. I just leave it all behind. Yeah. Um, as the woman who inspired me, I, my mentor, who the one who got me to spin, she would always say, just put it back there. Like, put it behind you. Yeah. Um, and that's what I do. It's like classes, I, don't, I barely remember them. Yeah. I'm just... You're just it, in the zone. In the zone. Yeah. I, um, we share a similar background with the music thing. I, I'm not a Berkeley grad or a a trained songwriter myself, but I spent my, my fair share of time traveling the world and playing some music. So one of the things that, that I love about group fitness especially is that it, it almost provides a similar feeling of being on stage in front of people, you know, especially on the podium on, on the bike. I mean, especially at a play. I don't know. I've never been a spark cycle, but I assume that the energy is real similar. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you guys have your little stage. And so, you know, that passion to connect with people I think is something that unless you have a background in music, it's really tough for people to to understand. But, it, you know, that connection, I'm sure you've performed in front of people, your music, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a similar passion for me to be in front of people. You're almost performing, you're coaching them along, you know, you're taking them through this 
pretty intense experience and and it's um it's a magical thing and and from a from a client perspective you know when i go take people's classes it's it's very evident that people that don't really have the passion for performance and for really being in front of people you know that that really separates uh, uh, in my opinion a good trainer and, and an excellent trainer which is which is cool yeah um talk to me about fishmanfit.com the whole hashtag fishmanfit thing um you know, I know you have a, a passion for marketing and that kind of stuff, and it's evident with the, with the branding you've created for yourself. I mean, you're you've been teaching here in San Diego professionally for about a year now, right? Yeah. And you just got voted the number two trainer. That that's awesome. So for all of us that have been in the game for a lot longer and don't have any of these these accolades, share your secrets. You know, how how did you do it? What 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 would you say for a, a trainer that's just up and coming and really wanting to to make an impact and, and get their name out there? How would, yeah. what would you recommend? You know what. Um, I think what I was sharing before about how it's really nerve-wracking walking to a gym for the first time, taking a new class. Um, If you're a new trainer, just let your students know that you're there for them. Um, I am really passionate about knowing who's taking my class for the first time, introducing myself, getting them set up on the bike personally. Like a lot of times you have the ability to just rely on your front, front desk staff or other trainers to get you, your new clients and all of your students ready to go. Um, and I would really strongly advise against that because that's your opportunity to connect. Um, showing people that you're proud of them, Mm -hmm. the, the ability to take it outside of the workout. Like, for instance, whenever it's someone's birthday and I know about it in class, I'm going to push them harder. I'm going to have them do an extra sprint. I'm going to celebrate them and make everyone know that I want to celebrate each and every one of you. Um, It's really important to get to know your clients outside of the studio. Even if you don't see them, that's what social media is so great for. Right. I think that I'm the only one that uses hashtag FishmanFit. I'll run into it every once in a while, um, and it's starting to grow even more. Um, But giving people something to connect about. Right. That's all. That's all it is, you know. Um, And I just, I'm lucky enough to have, like, a last name that worked with, and it just kind of happened. Flows right off the tongue, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, (laughs) my friend, she was like, can you help me think of uh, of a hashtag? And I was like, listen, your name, it's just not working for hashtag. So (laughs) I don't know what to do. We'll figure it out. But we have to come up with something else. I'm sorry. So, but just a way for people to connect with you outside of the studio. You know, a lot of people will create, like, fan pages. Right. Who cares if your clients are friends with you on Facebook originally? Like, I just created a fan page now, but all of my clients are my friends on Facebook. You want to show them that you're a real person because a lot of people look at us like kind of like we're rock stars, celebrities, which can be intimidating. Well, you know, and it's just like, yeah, I I teach 12 classes a week, but you could do it too, like if that's your dream. And um one of the instructors who just started at Rhythm Power. Like, she used to be one of my clients at Spark Cycle. This is Jessica? Jessica. Yeah, I just took her class for the first time yeah. on Sunday. And she yeah. is just really, um, she came to me and she said, Paul, you're my favorite instructor. You inspire me. You make me want to be an instructor. What should I do? And then, you know, you get to take these people through this process. And then I was able to introduce her to Dana and the rest is history. And, like, I remember, I've only been able to take Jessica's 
um, her preview ride and just because our schedules. And I like, couldn't even look at her. I was so proud of her. I was just getting so emotional. Yeah. It's just really cool to see people reach those goals. Yeah. You have people coming to you and saying, you know, when you told me to make a goal, I made a goal to go see a nutritionist and I lost four pounds with that nutritionist. Like, yeah. That's so rewarding. That's magical. Yeah. And that, that the cycling and the things that they – the passion that you've created for for that the healthy living, you know, help that, which is cool. Um, talk to me a little bit about your personal just philosophies as they relate to coaching and movement. And I know you're you're big on nutrition. I know you you live a a plant based life, as far as I'm concerned. Um, one of the things that that I liked in, in the stuff you sent me was you know how to manage living a crazy schedule and life that you know we trainers have to live, and also managing a healthy and balanced plant based diet. You know, it is not easy, no, it's not. but it's so worth it for me. Yeah. And, and that's how I manage, that's how I motivate people. I say, listen, so much of the world is based on doing what worked for someone else, right. whether it be the Atkins diet, the South, South Beach diet, or paleo, or CrossFit. I really strongly believe, and like you said, indoor cycling isn't for everyone. Right. I strongly believe in giving yourself permission to go try out a bunch of different studios and or working work out with a trainer for a while. Find what works for you, yeah. get that, and just run with it. Go with it. Because regardless of whether you're in my class or you're in someone else's class or you come to Ignite Me and that's what works for you, like it's what works for you. Absolutely. And that's that's so important. I also am really passionate about inspiring people to cross train mm -hmm. because if you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you are going to eventually run into a, a plateau, but B you're, you might end up starting to almost run into issues with, um, bodily fatigue. You know, yeah. I teach 11 cycling classes a week. It is very, I have to be very conscious of what I'm doing to my body. Yeah. Um, I might want to start cutting down a little bit, yeah. but uh, I love it so much and want to fill my life with it. So I, yeah. so I do it. But when it comes to being plant based, you know, I started in February, and um, this past February, this past February. Awesome. So it's still it's still new for me, um, and I I'll eat eggs every once in a while. But the real reason behind it is because. Um, I'm really passionate about resource conservation. You know, Amen. here in California, we're experiencing a gnarly drought, um, and finding out facts that like animal-based protein compared to plant-based protein ha takes a 16 to one ratio of resources to raise and build. Just blew my mind. I'm like one pound of steak as uh, compared to one pound of plant-based protein. Um, <clears throat> takes 16 times more water, yep. feed, all of that stuff. Just like if I can do my little part and it also just like helped me get further into my fitness game, yep. I felt more clear, more just in, into it. Yep. And um, so a lot of people are like, man, how do you do that? How do you go out? And I'm just like, let go of the concern. Right. Let go of the I can't, you know. Lately, I've been all about in class, like, I can, I am, I will. If you find your body, your mind in a place that is not right, just look in the mirror and say, I can, I am, I will. Because your body is so strong and it so is. powerful. Mm -hmm. There are days where I'm just like, man, I cannot eat another light leaf of spinach. <laughs> 
but I just have to do it because I don't want, I am not ready to compromise. So, you know, and you find local places that you like to eat, but it's, it's all about prep. It's all about about preparing. And uh, I mean, that concept applies to everything in life. I think, you know, being a good spin instructor, you can't just, you can't just wing it with, with the way you guys do it. I know you guys really spend a lot of time prepping, arranging those playlists and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's something that there's, there's a lot to be said for that. And I'm sure, um, you know, going back to the resource thing, I'm sure you've seen, you know, like the documentary Cowspiracy, yeah. um, which I would love to link in the show notes because that's a huge one. And one of the things real quick about that that I really enjoy is that it's not, they really take the animal rights aspect out of it. And for a lot of plant-based stuff, you know, they really rely heavily on animal rights and how cruel people are being to to animals and how that has a lot of validity. And there's definitely place for that conversation. What our current demand is doing to our world from a, from a resources standpoint, from, um, you know, just what, what it's doing to our, our, our world, our environment is, is real scary. And and I think there's a lot of people that just don't even have a clue. They just don't have the information. And so not that I think everyone should convert to plant-based eating, but I think everyone should have the information and, and have at least the knowledge to make their own educated choices with that. Exactly. And on top of that, I'm, I, I 100% believe in education. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's a real, it's really difficult to speak to people about veganism. And, you know, there's all those jokes like, oh, if you run into a vegan who who does CrossFit, like what are they going to talk about first? You know, like, and uh, it's just like, I'm not one to be like, I'm a vegan, yeah. you know, but it's, it's, there, there are so many other reasons to do something other than like, mainstream and and once again i cannot stress how important it is to do it do what's right for you right you know and but at the same time like i really value like having been in the food industry and learning about like fda labeling and all of these things that um big food corporations are getting away with and and how i i really don't even feel like i can trust a lot of the food labels um I'm really passionate about organic farming and, yeah. and supporting local when it comes to going to your farmer's market and finding places that really cultivate that type of type of lifestyle. Yeah. Because you can end up you can eat organic, you can feed your family that way, and you can do it cost effectively Absolutely. as long as you plan ahead. Yeah. Yes, you can go to Whole Foods and spend your whole paycheck, or you can it takes time. It takes preparation, but it it's does. so worth it. It is so worth it. And, and speaking of kids, you know, l- laying those foundations and teaching your kids that is, is so crucial. You know, such a such a huge problem in, in our world is the lack of education for parents, I, th- I feel, on teaching their kids how to eat right and giving them the values that are required to learn how to eat right, to even know how to look for the right food, how to, how to, to even know what good sustainable food growth is, you know, and it's so... So that's that's um, something else that, that that our society should definitely focus on is educating the youth on how to eat right. You know how many there's all these problems right now with youth obesity and child obesity and overweight kids, and um, we see it all the time. You know, teenagers and preteens and early twenties people coming in and they're just a mess. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, I was kind of like that. I guess I was I was the overweight teenager myself and Ooh. didn't really have a didn't really have a chance, I guess. And it wasn't until I found fitness a little later, like you did, that, that it worked out. Um, cool. What about gluten freedom? Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was the, the first, when I was 10, uh-huh. 
My, I, I've peaked at around 240 pounds wow. at 10 years old. Wow. Yeah, I was, I, so 240 pounds at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a big boy. That was, that was a big boy. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, and, um, my mom just looked at me one day and she was just like, this just isn't right. <laughs> and I mean, the secret is, is that I had in my room, I had a, a dresser and one of the dresser drawers was full to the brim of candy, and the other one was full to the brim of the wrappers. So there wow. was no real evidence. But then my parents discovered that drawer. But anyways, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so I, my mom was really into like holistic medicine, yep. holistic health. You know, I would go to the acupuncturist when I was really little. She took me to get my blood work done and they actually ran a bunch of intolerances. Um, and I came back, I'm having gluten intolerance. And then they also found that I was pre-diabetic that young. So, um, you know, my parents panicked and I just cut out gluten from my diet. Um, and then we removed sugar and dairy for around six months that was really hard. I don't even remember. I think I probably just blocked it out because yeah. it was so painful as a yeah. child. All the things you had to eat. <laughs> yeah. All the things you weren't allowed to eat. And I mean, what was it? I guess 20 years ago, yeah. like that was gluten-free food was horrible. Yeah. It was like brown rice bread. That, you know, because as going gluten-free, you're always looking to replace the bread, sure. replace all those things. And I've really found success in not trying to replace anything. Right. Just um, being like, okay, I can't eat that. But, you know, there are a lot of great brands that yeah. make amazing gluten-free bread. Yeah. But um, if you look at the ingredients, sometimes it's a little disconcerting. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times gluten-free food, they have to add in a lot more sugar and salt. So um, being plant-based also kind of supports that lifestyle. Um, and it's totally mainstream now. Right. But once again, it's like the third thing. It's like, oh, you're vegan, you yeah. do CrossFit, and you're gluten-free. Know, like, right? what are we going to talk about? And, <laughs> you know, but it, I just don't feel good when I eat it. And you that- know, I think that that's what it comes down to. And, and you've touched on it a few times, and it, and it really just boils down to teaching people how to trust themselves and how to, how to really listen to their own, I don't want to call it a moral compass, but their own kind of health compass in a sense. You know, listen to what makes your body feel good. And there, there's a lot of people out there that... that I think have just accepted not feeling good as, as the norm. Um, and I think in, in our world, that's kind of our job is to teach people that that's not the norm and, and find the way to, to realize that because once you've seen it, once people realize it, it's, it's, it's magical. You know, they, they, they create this whole new life. They have this whole new brightness. They, they really, they're just radiant with, with excitement. And it's, it's what keeps me getting up at five in the morning all the time. And I'm yeah. sure it's what keeps you coming back it. on the bike, which is, is really cool. I know you're also diving into expanding your education. Um, I, I, I talked to you a couple of days back and I know you were, you were in school. You're getting certified through, through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Tell us about what your goals are with that and what Fishman Fit is kind of turning into and what, what the future for, for that is. Um, so, you know, I've, I, I, I have my Schwinn certif- um, uh, Schwinn indoor cycling certification, and and uh, you know a lot of studios these days don't even require you get certified. They everyone's cr- creating their own types of Format, styles right? yeah. and methods that you don't need that baseline education, which I think is great. It it lets more people through the door because some of these certifications are very expensive. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I'm really all about understanding. Um, you know, the human body and how it works. And, um, 
that I was approached by Vavi Sport and Social to teach a boot camp for them. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's do this. Thinking to the back of my mind, I have no idea how to teach boot camp, <laughs> but I'm just going to make it work. Yeah. And that's what really sparked my interest in getting uh, my personal training certification. Did you do the boot camp? So we, we promoted it a lot, but the, the Vavi, they're all about like, um, league sports so yeah. they're all about signing up for like a, a set of something yeah. committing to it and that format didn't work for boot camp didn't so it. unfortunately wasn't able to get enough people to sign up Got for it. to start going but um, it's I, I still email them I'm like yeah. hey whenever you want to change this up let it be a drop in let's yeah. do it because um, it was going to be really fun but uh, I just wanted to understand and how to communicate to clients. Cause a lot of the stuff you learn, um, through getting your personal training certification, like anatomy, yeah. it's really valuable for me, but it's like, it's when I say something like activate your glutes, a lot of people don't know what your glutes are. Right. And that was like a big aha moment for me. I'm like, okay, you can't say glutes anymore. It's like, we're just going to say, butt. yeah, you know? And, um, and like even like quads, hamstrings, like right. these muscles that I cue, it's just your front of your thigh and your back of your right. thigh. Um, but as you find how you want to communicate with clients, it's always great to have that. It's huge because you can find a balance and you can start kind of, without them even knowing it, you start educating them on, on what the Education. muscles they're using, you know, yeah. which, is, which is super cool. Um, well... For those of you that want to check Paul out, you can see him. Um, his schedule's on fishmanfit.com. He teaches at Spark Cycle down in La Jolla, Rhythm and Power up here in Solana Beach. Um, I know you also teach the Power 30 class. Yes, on Thursday nights. At on Thursday nights. And I, that's one I'm, I'm scared to take so far, but I've heard it's, it's pretty <laughs> intense. It's 30 minutes TRX, a lot of plyometrics. I think there's even some weights involved. Plyometrics, weights, yeah. floor work, you name it. I take requests. If you want, if there's something you need to work on, we'll work it hard. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And they tag it right. They basically tag it along with their, with their spin class. So it's a good combination. Get your cardio, get your, get your resistance in. Um, you can check them out. Rhythm and Uh, Paul, it's been awesome having you here. Hopefully we'll have you back soon. I definitely want to dive into the plant-based stuff with you a little deeper. Yes. Um, that's, that's a whole nother podcast though. And, um, yeah, man, really stoked to have you come check out one of our workouts soon here at Ignite. And, uh, it's always a pleasure to check out your classes. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. This is the Ignite Me podcast, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at igniteme.com. I want to tell you about one of my favorite new fitness experiences, rhythm and power. Check them out at rhythmandpower.com. Dana, Ashley, Paul, and the rest of the team there have done such an awesome job of putting together a really unique fitness experience. Loud music, party lights, a competitive atmosphere, and a really unique way to challenge yourself. Spice up your routine. Check them out, www.rhythmandpower.com.